For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six. It's Live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, Woo. That's All Studios at the it's Avenue. Party, this is Scalzo and Brust, Woo. presented by Bud Light it's party, baby. on 94.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. It's a party, baby. Woo. It's a party, baby. Greatest beer, Bud Light. He is big time Benny Brust. I'm Greg Scalzo. No Joshy DiMaggio once again. We're asking for thoughts and prayers for Josh DiMaggio. Uh, three straight days heading into the weekend. Starting to get a little suspicious. No, I'm hearing a lot of that chatter at the office. Uh, you don't buy it? You don't believe chatter. it? I think Josh is actually just really deadly ill right now. You know, I don't I don't believe like Ashton Rotman does and told me today that Josh maneuvered this to get himself five a day weekend. five day weekend. Um you know, I don't wanna I don't wanna share anything that was said in confidence, but whew, Ashton Rotman not happy. With Josh DiMaggio after he's had to run Wilde and Tausch. Uh, yeah, week. I came down here uh, at the Avenue in Milwaukee where Ashton Rotman, producer of Jen, Gabe, and Shuga, 94.5 ESPN, 7 to 9, had to help run the board in Milwaukee for Wilde and Tausch. And he was less than pleased. Less than pleased. I think everybody accepted a Wednesday, Thursday back on Fridays. Uh, but once you go Wednesday, Thursday, Friday out sick. I mean, he must be out uh, of sick days now. I'm asking everybody to uh, to just send their thoughts and prayers in because Josh, you must be in a very dire spot. And that's what I told Ashy when he was, I don't want to ex- say exactly what Ashton said, but it was alluding to the fact that Josh is lazy and intentionally missing, you know, this time. And, um, you know. And, 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 yeah, I think I think it was good for you. You to provide some perspective. I'm saying, hey, look, I, I think if Josh is missing another day like this, then he must be in really bad straight. We might, he might not be in Monday. Yeah. Peace and peace. Peace and peace for a guy, Josh Schumacher. You know, big thanks to Chris Larson. Uh, you know, who we just, haven't asked you to give might, yourself a round of applause, but I want you to give yourself give one. myself one, yes, indeed. Who might just uh, become our, our full-time producer here in case Josh can never recover and never returns back to uh, back to work. If he's out on Monday, then then I'm going to be really concerned. <laughs> really, really concerned. Uh, I'm already concerned. Uh, but, you know, it's, that's The it. best part is I don't know if Chris is joking or serious. No, I think no I'm serious. That's serious, yeah. I'll be really concerned, too, because he didn't get, you know, it's not COVID-related. From what I heard, no, it's not. I mean, we would know because we... Yeah, we would have been contacted, yes. Um, we at Germantown chimes in, says, uh, R.I.P. Joshy, you will be missed, buddy. Um... <laughs> little early for that. A little bit, but we probably do need to perform a little bit of a wellness check on our guy DiMaggio. Uh, although Ashton and Rotman pretty much murdered him in front of me earlier today in a private conversation that will stay entirely private. Yes. 800-990-3776, the number to get into the show. Again, 800-990-ESPN uh, is how you can Is he on a darkness retreat? Twitter at Skulls on uh, pretty much. I think we're about at the same amount of time that Aaron Rodgers is out. Yeah. I can't wait for him to come out of this and give us perspective. This is this is great. I This is the surprise, Scalzo and Brust family. We sent Josh to Oregon 
to our guy Scott Retreat. And he's going to give us a full breakdown on Monday, Josh DiMaggio, when he comes back, of what it was like to live in darkness for four days. They have a new lease on life. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, we did get some Aaron Rodgers reports today. I'm not going to say news because it's still all conjecture, but Diana Rossini uh, of ESPN sort of laid out what she's hearing, what she believes is the next step in the process in determining the future of Aaron Rodgers. Here's what she had to say. I was told that a meeting is supposed to happen with the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. If Aaron Rodgers says, yes, I want to be traded, then the Packers will then allow Aaron Rodgers to talk to the teams that he perhaps is interested in or the teams that are interested in trading for him. So this all comes down to what Aaron Rodgers wants to do, which will then be the domino for the rest of the quarterbacks that are on the street. Diana Rossini, Deanna Rossini uh, reading the Packers PR uh, talking points, right? Excuse me, uh, giving her opinion on what she thinks is going to happen next uh, based on reports and I'm sure uh, fantastic sourcing from within the Green Bay Packers organization. Yeah, I mean, the propaganda machine keeps rolling on. The it's all on Aaron. The one exception is, is Hall of Fame reporter Bob McGinn reporting at least something that clearly the Packers did not want to put out there because all of the national folks who are very much tied in with the teams in the organizations, which is how they become the newsbreakers, right? Because they have those relationships. I totally understand. I'm not ag- not calling their journalism, uh, their journalistic integrity into question. Um, but I think it's fair for us to all read between the lines and say that this is straight Green Bay Packers propaganda from Diana Rossini in which they're trying to position this as, oh, this is just, the Packers are open to doing whatever Aaron Rodgers wants. If Aaron Rodgers wants to return, that's great. They'll meet. But if he wants to leave, then the Packers will allow him to explore uh, what that looks like. I, I don't think this is a game of chicken. I think it's a, a game of kindergarten right now. Like, we, what are we doing right now, Green Bay Packers? Like, if if I am losing respect for Goot, I am. Because you know what? I kind of liked when Goot was the villain. You know why? Because when Goot drafted Jordan Love, it pissed off Aaron Rodgers. And he played like a maniac in 2020. One of his best seasons of his entire career. And then Aaron Rodgers grabbed Goot by the cojones and said, no, 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 no. I'm taking control back. Give me this extension that I wanted through a fit. And Goot caved. Goot caved. And now he's going to decide after he gets an extension that it's all up to Aaron, like Aaron gets to decide. The general manager in the Green Bay Packers, if they truly, right, if they truly, like all the reporting that we're getting about Jordan Love and they have a plan for Jordan Love, even if Aaron Rodgers goes Jordan Love's going to be there. If they felt 100% confident in that, they would have already said goodbye to Aaron Rodgers. They would have already, like they wouldn't have done the propaganda machine. They would have done the hey, Aaron Aaron and I have talked when when he gets out of his darkness retreat, if he wants to play football, we're going to work on finding him a new home. That's what a real GM and a real manager of an organization would do. Instead, he's like, yeah, whatever happens, happens. No, you need to have a plan, and you need to work your plan. And I'm sorry, the plan of it's up to Aaron Rodgers doesn't make me feel like you have your paw prints all over the organization like you should. 
I think that's fair to say. Now, I also think that right now we're talking about reports that are in there from the Packer, uh, uh, from, from a PR battle between the Green Bay Packers and the, in, in their quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, right? I think that. But it's over, been a PR battle for three, four years. I, but it ended last year. The battle ended. They came together. They reunited and said, you know what? Let's go make another run and win the Super Bowl. And that's why I tend to, I, I agree with what you're saying and I would push it a little bit further. I would respect this Packers team in the front office and Goody and, and, and the, the leadership group there far more if the Bob McGinn article was or, or conjecture was true. Even if I disagree with the fact that they have a direction and a belief, like I disagree with what the assertion is, at least they had one. The idea that your entire strategy of an organization is we're going to let Aaron decide if he's going to be our quarterback next year or not tells me that you are not in control whatsoever of the direction of your franchise. That is a lack of strategy. That is a lack of direction. It's a lack of leadership for a team that, what do we talk about, they lack the entire season? Identity. So you have a team on the field that has a no identity, and the identity of the front office is, we're just going to do whatever Aaron Rodgers wants. And then people are complaining that Aaron Rodgers does whatever he wants on the field when they're actually enabling, empowering, and enabling, and challenging him to do whatever he wants off the field in terms of whether he even wants to play on the team. So as much as people want to rip on Aaron Rodgers here, uh, you want to rip on the child, look at the parents. Because right now, the way that this Green Bay Packers organization is working is basically telling everybody from Mark Murphy all the way down to the lowest guy on the roster, which used to be Amari Rodgers. Yeah, I was just going to say, this is, this is a, a, a microcosm of how they handle the Amari Rodgers situation. All the way down to the guy that puts gum in the lockers. There is zero strategy, direction, leadership, identity whatsoever with the group that Mark Murphy has put together. With Murphy, with Russ Ball, with Brian Gutekunst, with Matt LaFleur. When you have four leaders, you have none. We don't even know who the hell's making these decisions, and they're telling us, nope, the quarterback's making the decision. How the hell are you supposed to have confidence behind that? The Green Bay Packers' mission statement is, we're the Green Bay Packers. And guess what? That was good enough. But it's not anymore. Like it, like it just not. You can't just keep saying you're the Green Bay Packers when you haven't won a Super Bowl since 2010. You haven't. You've had plenty of opportunities with the Hall of Fame quarterback, and they haven't found their way even to the Super Bowl. I say even win one. They haven't won the NFC since 2010. For as much talent as come through 1265, that's not okay. And for anyone who thinks like, oh, it's easy for you guys to say this now, I will tell you right now that when Jordan Love was drafted by the Green Bay Packers. Greg Scalzo, the number one supporter of Aaron Rodgers, said, you know what? I like it because it showed that they had a what? A plan. Strategy. A, strategy. a plan. Yeah. Now they're just flying with the wind. They're like me with my radio takes. They're just <laughs> floating around with no backbone. They have no vertebrae. They're like a jellyfish. That's the Gudekunst that I know right now. 414 chimes in says reverse psychology. Duh. And that, that's what's interesting, though, is that. Clearly the report, because I'm not even saying this is necessarily the truth, is that they're going to have Aaron come back and make this decision on his own. The reporting of them trying to win the PR battle is them saying, yep, the quarterback runs our franchise. And somehow, somehow, Packers fans wake up. They're treating you all like morons. They're treating you all like sheep who can't think for yourself. And they're training you to hate your quarterback, the guy who's on the field fighting through injury, throwing the ball off the face mask of Amari Rodgers with Alan Lazard as his number one wide receiver whose best strength is, is as a blocker. Like, And they're telling you, yep, this is all, this is all his decision here. 
and everyone is falling for it. You know, Joshi DiMaggio's falling hook, line, and sinker over this thing, and nobody's looking and pointing and saying, wait, why is the future of your franchise in the hands of the quarterback? Like, you're telling us that he shouldn't even be the one to be responsible for the plays being called on the field or any adjustments like that, and yet you're telling us that your entire strategy is just... Let's see what he has to say. Let's see what Aaron wants to do. Yep. We'll go from there. So once Aaron why? lets us know, we'll figure it out. We'll let him start calling teams and if for he a wants. team that basically let Aaron pick guys on the roster like Randall Cobb and Mercedes Lewis and and all of his buddies here, and now they just keep doubling down on this. And again, I'm not, I'm not sure I believe the reporting here because I do think the Packers have a little bit more opinions on this situation than otherwise. But if it is a PR battle, this is this is this is what has been put out. They also know though, this is all up to Aaron. I mean, he does have the most leverage right now. He does. Under- but my point is, is convincing your fans that, hey, our strategy is just, this is what Aaron Aaron does. If that report is is accurate, it, like, he, I want to I listen to it again. Because it, it's sickening to think that if this piece of audio, and luckily it's only 20 seconds, so you're going to let me play it again. If this piece of audio is true, I want you to think about this. If it is true that they're literally waiting on Aaron to make a decision that is blasphemous of an organization to be like, ha, yeah, he's coming out of darkness. Let's trust this guy. Allen in Milwaukee says they draft their quarterback every year with Favre. He didn't bat an eye, and several of them became really solid starters. I'm going to stop right there. I'll get to the rest of the comment, Allen. Um, none of those quarterbacks until Aaron Rodgers were a first-round draft pick. None of them. Aaron Rodgers never had an issue with non-first-round draft, uh, draft picks that were quarterbacks. Now, Brett Favre did have an issue when Aaron Rodgers was drafted in the first round. That is noted throughout history. Allen in Milwaukee continues, Aaron's problem with Love Draft was that they needed help and they wasted a first-rounder on a fourth-round talent. I think that's fair. Allen continues, by the way, I might have seen Joshie eloping at General Mitchell, but loose lips sinks ships. If Joshie gets engaged this weekend, we know for sure. He ain't coming in on Monday. Well, and, like... And then we know for sure there was bigger plans at work here. Now, I'm not saying that. I don't believe that's the case. But Allen in Milwaukee, some good reporting there. Scalzone Brust family is everywhere, Josh. Six Beware. minutes as Goody has been and was literally harassed to not trade Rodgers. Everybody should be saluting Goody right now. We gave up all those picks the Seahawks got for Russ. Who should be saluting Goody? If you wanted Goody to trade Aaron and he was bullied into not trading Aaron, that's you Goody's only have fault. Goody to blame. If you're happy that like that, that you, if you're excited that Goody now is just leaving it in the hands of Rodgers, again, that makes zero sense. Brainwashed. Brainwashed. Dan and Sheboygan, welcome to Scalzo and Ross. We're presented by Bud Light. What do you got? I actually Goody would would just be transparent say, you know something? We got to draw a love because we think you can play it. I mean, it's time to get him on the field. Do you really think Rodgers is going to get any better as he ages? And if you bring back Rodgers, how is the rest of the roster going to get better? Taking up a lot of cap room. If you bring back Rodgers, you still got to bring, you still got to cut players to get things in. If you get a love in there, you change the better spots, you can start to rebuild. It's yeah, NFL yeah, designed yeah, for parity. Thank you for the call. We're short on time. Thank you for the call. The biggest thing on the love thing is if, you really wanted to capitalize on Jordan Love, you should have played him earlier because he's on a rookie contract. So, like, what he's going to get from a fifth-year standpoint is a decent-sized cap hit when you're not taking advantage of his rookie contract. Correct. And how are the, how are they going to get better? How are the young guys going to get better if Aaron Rodgers is quarterback? It's a freaking Hall of Famer that won two of the last three MVPs. Get this crap out of here with the recency bias that Aaron Rodgers won't make guys better.
Aaron is going to be a $30 million cap hit this year. Jordan Love would be a $20 million cap hit in 2020. Look at that big difference. Four. Uh, 414 says, but Aaron just signed a three-year deal this time last year. AR lied and said he'd play out the entire contract. He never said he'd play out the entire contract. He wanted to retire a Green Bay Packer. He wanted to retire a Packer. He's the one. He's, he's not the one. Nobody's reported Aaron wants out of Green Bay. The only report we've gotten is Bob McGinn saying the Packers want out of Aaron. After he committed himself to the organization, he played throughout the season on a broken thumb that wasn't even attached to his damn hand. And again, can you blame Aaron for like reevaluating where he's at right now after throwing to Alan freaking Lazard and two rookie wide receivers? It's all right. And tight ends that can't walk? It's Milwaukee Mike. I saw him in my dreams last night when I was counting sheep. 800-990-3776. You can text us, but you can't call us because Homer joins us next. It's Galzo and Ross presented by the world's greatest beer, Bud Light. So I hold on to you. Scalzo and Bruss. Another day and another story about Aaron Rodgers is where I was going to go with that one. He is big time. Benny smooth. Frost. I'm Greg Scalzo. It's me. Always smooth. Chris Larson and for Josh and Imagine, we're joined by our friend, our teammate. You hear him every day, 2 to 4 on 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee. On Homer and Tony, he is Homer. What's up, Homer? How well, are hang you? on, hang on. Would, Homer, would why, you? Why is, what is Bruss upset about? I told him weeks ago. What is it that this story bothers you about it? Yes, if Aaron Rodgers wants to come back, he's coming back. If he wants to be traded, they'll find a way to trade him. That's like Goody sleeps so well at night. What what about that don't you understand or bothered by? I understand what is happening, Homer. The idea that... What is happening? What, What do you say is happening? I'm saying that I understand that Aaron Goody's like, hey, if Aaron Rodgers wants to come back, he's coming back. If he wants to trade him, we'll yeah. trade him. That's not a good right. strategy. I want someone Why who's not? leading me to, to tell me, like, a direction we're going, the mission statement. I give you the, I'll tell you the direction. What, what, I, I'm it's a, it's, the direction if, is, if, if, if the they direction really believed Jordan, in Jordan Love. On. The direction is Jordan Love, but they believe enough in the team that if Aaron Rodgers is going to stay around, they think they have a shot to do something next year. So they want him to quarterback. But, but, but Homer, can't have both at the same well, time. They might have him for another year after that. What? But they won't. They're not, there's no way they apply the fifth-year option and that Jordan Love would want that. I mean, Jordan's going to push out for a trade. He pretty much said that well, but, but in the Jason Wilde article. So they have to make the decision between Aaron and Jordan and the idea that their entire plan is it's up to Aaron Rodgers. That's not good enough. What do you mean? that Jordan Love doesn't decide for this year. I don't know about the following year. Aaron Rodgers is doing this year, and Jordan Love could be the quarterback after this year. What's the problem there? What's Jordan Love going to do? Then the problem is you're guaranteeing $20 million in his fifth year to a quarterback who's never started before, who's going to be an unrestricted free agent who you'll either have to franchise tag or overpay in order to prevent him from hitting the open market. You're literally hurting yourself. If If you believe in Jordan Love, if you believe in Jordan Love, why wait? Like, if you believe the future of Jordan Jordan Love. Love They believe in Aaron Rodgers now more than Jordan Love. Then why don't you build around Aaron Rodgers Exactly. say, hey, we want Aaron Rodgers back. We think he gives us the best chance to win, and you do everything to bring him back. Like, they're not doing anything, which to me tells me they have no strategy, which is just a lack of leadership, which I I think you see throughout the entire organization. Your strategy is as good as Goody's. It stinks. 
Their strategy what? is to have no strategy. It's just wait and no, see they what happens strategy. to that. I just told you what it is. You don't like it. No, they want I... Rodgers over love to be the quarterback this year. After that, they'll decide if they have to pay a little more to keep love fine. But the poison pill in the Rodgers contract is for this year. So if they want him back this year, they should be doing more to try to bring him back. All this reporting that what? they're done with him what? and the fact that the propaganda is right now that they're putting out through uh, Diana Rossini is that, that it's all Aaron. No, I, you? I'm saying clearly that Diana well, let me let me get through. Homer, you're a little jumpy right now. The Diana Rossini. Well, no, this is all, I don't understand this. this is all, I, I'm I, explaining it to you. Go ahead. The Diana know, Rossini, you, Jeff Darlington, yeah. Tom uh, Pelissero reports, and even McGinn are all deriving from sources within the organization. The idea that they're creating a culture saying, look, it's up to Aaron or the Packers yeah. are done with him doesn't lend itself to a strategy of bringing Aaron back. If they think what's best, for the organization is to have Aaron back next year. Every other time they've been in this situation, they said, yes, we want Aaron back. We're not listening to trade offers. Now all of a sudden they're changing course and opening up more. So I agree, yeah, Homer. Yeah, That's the strategy. I like the strategy of let's have Aaron back for one more year and let's gamble on love by signing him to his fifth-year option. That's a strategy. The idea of them just saying, yep, it's up to Aaron, and if he wants to be traded, we'll trade him. And if he wants we'll to go come back. there. Then what comes wrong back. With that? That's a horrible. It's you not should. Oh, you should be working your. They should be working their plan way before when Aaron Rodgers takes they, their decision. They like, the enough of, they like enough of love that if Rodgers leaves, that's horse crap. That's horse year. crap. It's not good enough. Well, though. fine. That's horse crap. And then you don't like the strategy, but. It's That's not a strategy. strategy. The strategy is they're waiting to see what happens to them as opposed to creating their own reality and destiny. That's the difference between success and failure. Ah, uh, it's garbage. It's not, it's not garbage. The, 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 you, no, the, they're the, sitting the, the in a tree hoping an apple falls to them as no, opposed to not. climbing they're and not. getting they're it. Fine with, they're fine with either option. If you, fine. If you don't like love as much as they do. They like love, but they like Rogers. They don't like love. Year. We didn't hear about Jordan they Love until like a month love. ago. Homer, what? the idea that they're okay with both options tells me that they don't have a plan. They're indecisive. Everybody, no matter what, you might have two they cars like you'd be okay with. The There's one that you want more than the, the Packers. What? You might have two cars you're looking at. There's one you want more than the other. You might be dating two girls, but there's one that you want to you want to be with more than the other. And no point in your life have you ever looked at something. You, Homer, of all people, even with your children, have favorites. Everybody would prefer one thing to another. They are refusing to just... Yeah, I can tell you. You want the answer to that? They would prefer Rodgers to love for this year. But if Rodgers doesn't want to play here, then they'll move on to love this year because they like love. What is hard about understanding that? The, because it's... A, it, That's it, a plan. It's not it's a, a plan. It's a plan based on the... how much they like love, but not enough to want to give Rodgers one final shot. For an entire organization and a team and a fan base that complains that everything is too Aaron-centric, that he play, he calls the plays in the field, he tells the team what players to come back, their entire strategy is working on... Accepted all of that. Hold on. They would have never signed him to this deal if overall... Yes, he's a pain in the butt, but he's a great quarterback, and they're able to, willing to put up with the pain in the butt, and that's no different this year than it's been for 17 years. What is hard to understand about that?
I think what's hard to understand about that is and maybe it's not hard to understand, but I think that you're saying what I am, and that's that for the last 20-plus years, they've solely relied on their quarterbacks to get them where they need to go and have no direction ever since Ron Wolf left and no conviction to actually go out and create their own reality, which is why Aaron's got one freaking Super Bowl, and now they're going to keep they're going to keep approaching it this way. Like so, well, so that just, might be the plan, but it's people. a horrible front office okay. if your entire plan is let's leave it up to the quarterback to determine what our future is. You want to move on to love they now? Move on to they it. aren't you letting. Back they aren't letting. No, they, they aren't letting. They're letting the quarterback determine who's the quarterback. The rest of their time, they're trying to make the team better and good enough so that they can win with that quarterback. You don't agree with what they've done in that process, but that's what they're doing. They do that every year. They try to make that's the team the better. That's the problem. So that they, the that's not what they do they every year. Last, year, la- last year, Homer, they said, we're not trading yes. Aaron Rodgers. We're not listening to trade offers. The year before, they said, we're Correct. not trading Aaron Rodgers. We're not right. listening to trade offers. This year, we've Correct. gotten all this reporting saying they're listening to trade offers. They're doing all this. They want him gone. That doesn't seem to me like no. that your plan they- makes zero sense that they want him back for this year, and they would change their tune that significantly from year to year. I- we're changing what? We're talking about one year. Yeah, that's my point. If they want him back, why would they change their tune in terms of how they approached the previous years when they also wanted him back? They they haven't they haven't changed their previous years at all in any of those years. Every year they try to make the team as good as possible with whoever the quarterback is, whether it's Aaron Rodgers or whether it's Jordan Love. I don't. What about that? I think but a franchise what? who just literally throws their hands up at the most important position in all of sports and says, we're "We'll figure worry it about out." Everybody else, and you know what? what? We'll just we'll just let the quarterback figure out the quarterback position. I think again, once again, I think we're starting to see the shortcomings and why this team lacks an identity, why they lack leadership, why? and why they lack Super Bowl titles over the last ten years. No, they lack Super Bowl titles because the other players they brought in with the team haven't been good enough. The GM hasn't done a good enough job. They've had defensive coordinators. The defense year and year hasn't been good enough. The year it was, they were a bit unlucky. I don't know. You just want to make something up to fit like they've been out of control. What what do you mean make something up to fit, Homer? All the reporting is saying, you are saying, you are literally the one saying that the Packers are letting Aaron Rodgers determine the future of that position. They've never done that before. Every player determines it as long as they but they're not even trying team. to bring him back. Yes, they are. No, they're not. not the like two, the tune has changed. Yes, point. the tune has changed. Well, okay, we're talking right, let me just ask now. you this: yeah. If he comes back, if he comes back, what what are you going to say then? How are you going to analyze it then? If he comes it's, back again, it's up to him. Like my point isn't about Aaron Rodgers whether he comes back or not. My point is about the approach of, hey, we're okay what? if he comes back, and we're okay Who if he's not. Who cares what the approach is? The All approach defines is how happened. the entire organization runs, Homer. It's not just their approach to this one position group. Well, it's the fact that they're constantly out of control. The organizations run the same way. Goody is trying to have as good a team as possible. With whoever well, his then quarterback is. Well, maybe they need is. to change the way that they run the organization because clearly they've fallen short. Every organization runs no, it's it that not. way. You think Bill Belichick was letting Tom Brady year in and year out and just say, hey, if Tom wants to come back, great. If not, we're going to move on to the next guy? Hell no. You think Andy Reid and that Chiefs organization? No, they locked the guy in for 10 years. No other organization would be this laissez-faire with a player of this stature to just say, you know what, the future of our team and our franchise and our position group, it's up to the guy who's in the darkness retreat for no, him to come back. If he leaves, we'll Go with Jordan Love. He's going to be good. We'll be fine. We'll figure it out. They have their next quarterback. 
they have their next then quarterback. Move on it's from not up the Rodgers. You're, you're telling me. You're yeah. telling me. What you're saying, I, I fundamentally don't understand. You're telling me that, that they are okay with either Jordan Love or Aaron Rodgers for this next year, correct? Yeah, they would prefer Rodgers, but they're okay with both because they believe Jordan Love is their future quarterback and if he'll start this year instead of the next year. So if they want Aaron Rodgers back and they have the same conviction they've had in years past, why aren't they approaching the conversation around this the same way? Well, uh, again, because they're willing to accept that Jordan Love could be the quarterback because they like Jordan Love. And that's my problem with it. That's my entire problem with it. The fact that you're willing to accept something that you think makes the team worse, to me, well, but the is criminal. No, the difference is... The, but it doesn't, if it doesn't happen, then what do you say? If Rodgers comes back, then what do you say? Then, then I say, then I, once again, I you better have a leadership see, group with no conviction, direction, strategy, or leadership. And I better see something different. I better see that first-round pick trader for a veteran. I better see them do something different than they've done the last 12 years. Uh, fine, bye. That was Homer from Homer and Tony, 2-4 to four on 94.5 ESPN. Chris, you do a show with him every day. Is he mad at us right now? Because we love Homer. Yeah, he's mad. Really? Yes. If yeah. He, if he hung up on you, he's mad. Ah, I'm fine with it. I, I like. I, I'm with you. I fundamentally disagree with him. Just being like, if they prefer Rogers, if he comes back, if they don't, they got love. Great, great. That's it's wonderful. That's a strategy or a non-strategy, sh- or, uh, I should say. That I have an issue with. If you're a franchise that just says, "Hey, look, we're gonna, we're gonna, our entire plan is to live at the." What have they been doing the last two players? months? Then, like, they should be working on the plan. If you want Rogers you, back, you get him back. I agree, if and they, they've done the that. Girl, they've done that the last the two girl. years. They've made it very clear. Not very clear this year. It's like in Rob, it's like Robin Williams in Goodwill Hunting. If he was like, you know what, I'm not gonna uh, go get the girl. I'm just gonna wait and see if she comes to me later on. If she comes to me, great. If not, that's okay. Just you don't settle. get the reference, dude. I don't. Right. I want to. You don't see good. You've never seen Goodwill Hunting. I'll add it to the list. Wow. Eight hundred nine nine zero thirty seven seventy six. We'll get to your response. The Scalzo and Bruss family next. Plus, with some water zeros, we're presented by the world's greatest beer, Bud Light. Last Big thanks. If you missed it, catch it on the Scouts and Bros podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We got into it. He hung up on us. I'm sorry, Homer. I love you. He Red knows. from Milwaukee said, let Homer speak. I think we were both interrupting each other. Yeah, Chris, uh, as the producer, I actually thought that Homer was stepping over us more than we were stepping over him. Homer steps over everybody all the time, so it's uh, it's hard to tell. He, uh, he doesn't let Jason get an edge uh, word and wise when he joins us on the show every day at 2.15. I like so, that about yeah. Homer, though. Fred says, call him back and make amends, but Homer already texted Ben and said, hey, I'm not mad. We just didn't have any reason to continue. I actually agree. Yeah, we, we got to Kinda a point where we were all arguing and... the same thing over and over and over. Yes. 
Tom in Milwaukee chimes in and says, pretty obvious that the previous approach didn't work with the Green Bay Packers, that meaning that just leave the whole direction of the franchise uh, at the hands of your quarterback, blame him when it doesn't work, and blame him when it does work, or at least to a certain degree. Uh, but pretty much says, pretty obvious that the previous approach didn't work since we're talking about it for a third year. And yes, uh, the, the point that me and Ben have tried to make is that uh, off of uh, Diana propaganda, excuse me, Diana Rossini's latest uh, 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 piece of conjecture that this Packers team is going to head to a meeting with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron will let them know in the meeting whether or not he is playing and wants to be traded or playing and wants to retain, remain with the Packers. Uh, and if they, if he wants to be traded, they'll trade him. And if not, then uh, then they'll keep him. Uh, my point is, is that's a horrible way to go about your business. Like it has no direction, no strategy, no conviction whatsoever. It shows no leadership, and it's for a team that has no identity. You've said the same thing, Ben. Homer was arguing and saying, no, their strategy is if Aaron wants to come back, then great. If he doesn't, then they're prepared to move on to Jordan Love. But to me, if you want Aaron back, go get him back. If you want him gone, then go and trade him. And my biggest thing is, like you said, the previous two years, they didn't field trade offers. They, they made it very clear that they wanted Aaron Rodgers to be their quarterback. Aaron Rodgers has made statements about how he feels like they may feel, the Packers that is, that it might be time to move on. He doesn't feel the, the, the commitment all in. And if, that, if I was Goody and I wanted Aaron... I would make it very, very, very clear. Because that way, when Aaron's going to make his decision, he would know when he's sitting in darkness, hey, Goody and the Green Bay Packers want me back. We're, we're on the same page. Like, leave it in limbo. Uh, and it it's, it's horrible. It's, because you know why as well, Greg? If they chose Jordan Love, you know what they're doing the last two months? Their approach as an organization changes. Correct. Who they trade for. Who they draft. Who they potentially sign in free agency. The way they build their team changes if they commit to Jordan Love. And if they did the same thing as they did the last two years and made it very clear, Aaron, after signing you to a big contract, we want to, we want to do this with you next year. Then now you're team building. You don't have all this, uh, in limbo feel. You feel pretty confident he's coming back and you start building your strategy for one year with Aaron Rodgers and knowing what happens beyond that. So the fact that Homer's just like, yeah, if Aaron Rodgers wants to come back, they'll take him. If not, they're going to Jordan Love. This is a NFL franchise. There's more than just going like waking up and saying, oh, today Aaron Rodgers is coming to play with us. Let's figure out how we're going to do our business. It just, it's just bigger than that. And if you think Aaron for one more year is going to get it done, then you come out and say, okay, you know, end of the year, hey, we want Aaron back next year. He's our quarterback. We signed him for three years because we think we have a Super Bowl window. This team uh, has won a lot of games the past couple of years. We're determined to retool and work together to figure out how we can, you know, re re uh, uh, empower the roster. And and he's our guy. And if he if he's playing football next year, we want him to wear a Green Bay Packers jersey. That goes a long way. And it also tells your fan base, hey, we're committed to this guy. Instead of this, we're not going to say anything and then just run a propaganda campaign through shadow reporters and basically have them come out and basically some of them saying that they moved on with him, some of them saying, hey, it's up to Aaron Rodgers. Zach, the Saints fan chimes in, 800-990-ESPN, 800-990-3776. I just thought Homer was marked from New Berlin with how much foolery he was spitting. That's a little far. It's a little far. 
But I appreciate you, Zach. Jeff Ed says the pyramid of leadership is non-existent in Green Bay. Rodgers controls all the strings. It's because the pyramid of leadership gave him the control. If you want to take the Packers at face value and trust the things that they're telling you and trust the national reporters who are reporting, the Packers are telling you that they're giving the strings to Aaron Rodgers. People want to make it like Aaron's being nefarious in terms of how he's running the, the organization. The Packers are literally saying, tell us what to do. And then the fans are getting mad saying, well, Aaron's got too much control. I have felt like the fan base this year more than ever, right? Like it, it had been, it had been, you know, anti-Aaron, really anti-Aaron. I'm sick of Aaron, right? There's the Aaron Rodgers fatigue that everyone talks about. And you know why? The Packers have helped feed that narrative. Yeah. They really have. They've had a chance to not keep dragging Aaron's name under certain reports, but they're not doing what they did the last two years and making it feel like Aaron's their guy. And so... Look, I, I'm excited for Aaron Rodgers' decision because guess what? He's got all, like he's. If I'm him, I'm like, you know what? This is great. I'm in my darkness retreat. I got all the control. I got all the control. Two six two chimes in. Says so someone tell Homer his plan that they want Rodgers one year and love the next implodes when sixty million dollars becomes non deferrable in the twenty four dead cap, meaning the twenty twenty four dead cap, and then. Your fifth year option, Jordan Love, is a decent sized cap at twenty to twenty two million dollars with that. TJ from the road says it appears the Packers expect Aaron to return, otherwise they would be making a lot more noise. And Greg, I completely agree with you. The Packers management is feckless. Unfortunately, they've been that way for decades. Um so yeah, I mean, look, there's there's a lot to go around here. Tom in Milwaukee uh, 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 says uh, the best strategy for dealing with Rodgers is pretending everything is his decision while simultaneously saying we hate him. He's almost guaranteed to be back now. Maybe, maybe they're playing some <laughs> next level game of like psychological warfare with him. Where like we drafted Jordan Love. And hey, like, what's a way we let's, can... let's make him mad? So he comes back like the 2020 MVP season when we drafted Jordan Love. We want him to return, but we want him to piss him off. That would be that would be next level brilliant, but unfortunately the Packers not next level brilliant. What is next level brilliant is combining water and caffeine for a healthy energetic solution, baby. That's water, Joe. That's how I got this energy today. Came in this morning feeling crisp, ready to rock and ready to roll. Because on my drive in, had some water, Joe, with me. Hit that two o'clock hour. I know you know that feeling, everybody. Guess what I did? I had some water, Joe. Water with caffeine tastes like water. With caffeine, 85 milligrams, which means if you think about having a 20-ounce soda, think about having a clean, crisp, nice cold water with caffeine. That's Water Joe, baby. Pick them up at any of your favorite retailers. Absolutely delicious. Love my Water Joe. Fred from Milwaukee chimes in, says, Why do we presume that we know all communication between the Packers and 12? Seems highly probable that if that if they want him, he would be aware. Okay, let's pretend that that's the case. Ben? You in agreement? Yeah. Packers told Aaron Rodgers, hey, we want you back, buddy. Mm -hmm. They're clearly the ones that are being sourced here because Aaron's not going to be talking to these national reporters. He's well, the reports came out when he was in darkness. He's like, literally not talking to Bob McGinn and Ty Dunn. So if the Packers are then turning around after telling Aaron, hey, we want you back, and then they're going to the media and saying, you know, if Aaron's back, then great. If he wants to leave, then great. And, you know, hey, we're, we're excited about Jordan Love and all this stuff. That's akin to you telling your wife, like, hey, like, you know, uh, I love you, I'm all about you, like, we're in this, and then going and trashing your partner to your friend group. And like, so and it getting back. To that that actually is worse to me in terms of how it would feel to that person and how it would feel to Rogers. Like, if I'm Rogers and you're telling me, yeah, we want you back, 
And then you're clearly going around to the rest of the league, and the rest of the league believes they can trade for you, and you're telling reporters, yeah. Middle finger to you guys. Now all of a sudden, it's like, so you tell me this when we're one-on-one here, but now you're out there kind of embarrassing me and making it seem like you guys are done with me? That's not how you get somebody back. That's not how you get somebody back. Don and Beaver Dam, welcome to Scalzo and Brussels, presented by the World Series Beer Bud Light. Shout-out to our uh, uh, folks up in Dodge County, 1430 ESPN Beaver Dam, home of the Golden Beavers. What do you got, Donnie? Hey, what I think, honestly, guys, is the reason why this club is so disorganized is that they don't have an owner. Everybody, all the other teams have somebody above them that takes control of the situation. Because we don't have an owner and all these guys are talking to the, you know, to the press all by themselves with no repercussions, I think that's what's driving Aaron Rodgers crazy. Thank you for the call. Yeah, I, look, I think that there, for the call. I do think that there is some element of the president position, right? Ultimately, historically, uh, Bob Harlan back from eighty nine to oh seven was the business guy. He was the he was the chairman. He was the president. He had Ron Wolf. Ron Wolf ran the show from a football perspective. Right? Mark Murphy comes in. Ted Thompson ran the show from a football perspective. Now who runs the show? Because the quarterback reports up, or the, 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 the coach reports up to the owner, mm-hmm. or, or Mark Murphy. Go- Russ Ball reports up to Goot. Goody, or excuse me, to, to Mark Murphy. And, and Goody goes reports Murphy. up to Murphy. So you have three guys reporting to Murphy. Like, there's not really a clear direction. So it might not even be an owner, but it's a who is in charge. Who is the person with the conviction that is making this decision in a meaningful way? Especially and, when you see, like, Mark Murphy's engagement when it comes to football decisions. It's not really something that he's part of. Yeah. But it seems like Goot's just the guy and trying to manage everything. We'll keep talking Packers Plus with some one or zeros. It is Scalzo and Ross presented by Bud Light. Thought I had you on home. I thought I had you on home. Bud Light, he's Ben Brust, I'm Greg Scalzo, no Josh and Amaggio, T's and P's to him, thoughts and prayers, third day off sick, we don't know what's going on, we have not heard from him all day, um, alleged elope happening, a lot of people ripping him in the office, but uh, we'll just keep that on the DL since he's not listening, uh, but I think uh, I, I think he'll be back on Monday, I'm hoping so, but Chris has been fantastic, so you got Chris Larson as your cousin sub of the day. Uh, Tom in Milwaukee says the last time the Packers angered Aaron Rodgers, he won back-to-back MVPs. That's true. If that's their they plan, they gotta get him back. If that's their plan, respect. If you're like, hey, we want him back, but we want him back angry, great. You outdid you outdid again. Yourself. If they were that smart, if they were that smart, they would have won a couple more titles. Fred in Milwaukee said. Why do we presume that we know all the communication between the Packers and 12? Seems highly probable that if they want him, he would be aware. And I get it. 
I, we addressed that last segment, right? If they want him and they told him that they want him, then why are they going behind his back in the media and basically saying, yeah, we don't really care if he comes back or if we move on to Jordan Love or in some, st- uh, 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 some reports from Bob McGinn, uh, saying that we're absolutely done with him. We're disgusted with him and we're moving on to the second coming of Aaron Rodgers named Jordan Love. He'll be a backup. Fred from Milwaukee continues the quote unquote breaking news reporting on the Packers organization is blatantly conflicting, rendering it essentially not. No. This whole plot line is largely fabricated by the need for radio TV content. We need to admit that we know way less about this than we pretend to. Let's talk about other players. Eh? Great. Tell me what other players you want to talk about from Milwaukee. It's, It's a very disingenuous last line. But I agree with you. I have said for weeks on end that nobody knows because Aaron doesn't know and Aaron holds all the cards. What's fascinating is that no... TV and radio folks aren't just allowed to go on here and prognosticate and act like they have information when they don't. So there is information coming. I'm not saying that that information is exactly what is happening between Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, but clearly the Tom Pelissero's, Jeff Darlington's, Bob McGinn's, and Diana Rossini's four highly respected uh, reporters, three of which on a national platform, one of which was a Hall of Fame reporter, all are getting their information from within the Packers organization and from other league sources. Some Rossini, others are talking to other teams who are talking to the Packers general manager and getting a clue as to how available Aaron Rodgers is. This is not just all some big fabrication. That like, would be even more impressive like, than trying to piss think, off Aaron Rodgers to make him play good next year. So my point is, is, these reports might not actually be true, but what is true is what is coming out of the Packers organization. What is coming out of 1265 Lombardi Avenue? What's coming out of 1265 is them basically saying, yeah, This is up to Aaron. So whether that's the truth or not, it's an idiotic thing for them to do, and it points to the fact that they are rudderless and need help. Whoo! For those who uh, didn't know the way that league circles and and reporters get their sources, there it is, baby. We're not just stirring this up. I wish I could. If I could make this up, I think I'd be famous or rich. I could make up a story that would catch everyone's attention, go viral. I mean... Here's also what happened. Aaron Rodgers is different. Like, he's different. And anyone who has anything critical to say about him is going to appeal to the people that are sick of Aaron, which is a lot of people. But guess what? All of you that are sick of Aaron, and when he comes back, you're going to forget all about how sick you are of him, and you'll be rooting for him on Sundays. Want to give a quick shout out to our friend Gina Della from Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Simply the best when it comes to quality with Pella uh, from a windows and doors replacement. But not only that, they're the best when it comes to installation, when it comes to their sales team, when it comes to the resources they give you. They're amazing. Trust me, they replaced the windows and doors in my old place. And now at my new place, they knocked out these uh, 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 windows to my backyard, replaced them with beautiful patio doors that look like they've been there for years. And they did it in literally one day in February last year. The installers were absolutely incredible. Working with Joe Franco was seamless, efficient. He even attended a village meeting to get the permits for me, so I didn't have to do anything. That's the Pella difference. And Who wants to go to a village meeting? Nobody. And everywhere you look right now, prices are going up. Pella can help dramatically lower your energy costs year-round by replacing drafty windows and doors in as little as six weeks. So bring the love of Wisconsin outdoors in through the beauty and quality craftsmanship of Pella windows and doors. Lock in your prices by February 28th and get 0% interest for up to 48 months. 
Again, 0% interest for four years. But you got to act now. Set your consultation at PellaWI.com slash radio. It's a free consultation. PellaWI.com slash radio. Do it before the 28th and get 0% interest for four years. I'm going to quickly go to John in West Bend. John, welcome to Scalzo and Bros. We're presented by the world's greatest beer, Bud Light, because Benny's got a little something-something after this. So, John, what do you got for us? Gentlemen, thanks for taking my call. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, Um, indeed. The last time around... Was there anybody who was right on the money? Because I don't want to say, oh, it's all the media generated, it's all your fault. But kind of, I do want to say that. I'm not saying hey, that. John, I was right on the money. Scals was on it, John. I've been right on the money for the last three years. It's not that hard. Like, I just, like the, the Adam Schefter, the game six, the thing that bothered me the last time around was game six of the Bucks run when Schefter did a little, like, 15 minutes before tip-off, like a little rehash of no new news, and it just seems too clickbaity. So I'm wondering, and not to say that you're not a reliable source, Greg. It's, I'm, I'm not, I'm saying not that, a reliable but source, But on the John, national level... My, my point is, oh, is just like Aaron Rodgers says, you can listen to all those reports, just end up using your head. Like, with what's going to happen with Aaron... To me, that's not the argument that I'm making. The argument that I'm making is the Packers are taking a horrible approach to the entirety of the situation, whether they want him back or not. What's going to happen with Aaron? To You're, me, I think they're hamstrung, though. I think any team with then they any did it to themselves because they resigned him. No, but, but John, but, you're playing the victim right, right now for the Packers. You, if they want him, they can get him back. If they don't, they can move on from him. They just are choosing they, to be. They hamstrung. have him. They have him. Agreed. It, it's not if they have They have him. So they know that they have him. Whether they can convince him to play for them is, you know, the true thing. I don't think he goes anywhere. But, John, if I they think want him back, if they, very, want, if they want him back that bad, why are they saying that they're open to trades? Why are there people in the organization telling reporters that they're disgusted with him and ready to move on? Like, that doesn't tell – like, that's I, my point. I don't think that's – I don't – I don't think that's a reliable uh, report. So you think there's I, four don't. I don't believe think in there's that. Four separate reporters in four different platforms that are all making up things that they're hearing in league circles and from the Packers organization. Uh, no, I think the McGinn thing is being added on to. I, I just I don't believe that report. I don't believe that somebody's coming out and saying to a reporter that the organization is disgusted with Aaron Rodgers. I don't okay. believe that one. Yeah, I think that's, that's the one I don't believe. And, and we're short sure on time, so thank you for the call. And thank, thank you for, for the, the call, call, John. My, my point is is that then those other three reporters are saying that basically the Packers are leaving the decision up to Aaron Rodgers, where if the Packers want him back, they could get him back. If they wanted to move on from him, they could move on from him. Benny? What's up? You had something you wanted to do here? Well, I mean... Got to switch gears right now. It's been really intense. Or do you want to come back in two minutes? Uh, give me a two-minute breather. You sure? Because I think if we want to get All things right. going now, it makes a little bit more sense. To so in honor of Alex G., our ESPN Madison producer extraordinaire, who made the Madison Radicals professional Frisbee team, I have been motivated. I want to hear from the Scalzo and Bruss family, and I want to celebrate you. I'm bringing it back. Tell me something good. <laughs> 
We're in the we're in February right now. It's cold outside. It's snowy. It's icy. Tell me something good in your life. I want to celebrate you. I'm talking to you. You got something good. You're getting married. You're having a kid. You're building a home. You're buying a house. You're getting a new car. You got a new job promotion. We're celebrating you. 800-990-3776. Again, 800-990-3776. Tell me something good. Let's get the good vibes rolling. Tell us something good next. We're back in two minutes. It's Gals and Bros presented by Bud Light.